Welcome to this edition of the ASGE Journal Scan podcast series. Joining us today is Dr. Douglas Rex, the Editor-in-Chief of ASGE Journal Scans. In this segment, Dr. Rex will be discussing a study recently published online ahead of print by the American Journal of Gastroenterology called Comparative Evaluation of Participation and Diagnostic Yield of Colonoscopy versus Fecal Immunochemical Test versus Risk-Adapted Screening and Colorectal Cancer Screening. Interim Analysis of a Multicenter Randomized Controlled Trial, Target C. Dr. Rex, can you please tell us about this study? I can. Thanks, Lori, and hi, ASGE family. This is a, a study that I think is of great relevance to colorectal cancer screening because it tries to get at something that hasn't been previously looked at, which is the concept of risk stratified screening, at least it hasn't been looked at in a randomized trial. So as you know, colorectal cancer screening can be offered to patients in several ways. That discussion that takes place between provider and patient can follow several paths. One of those is the so-called menu of options. And a lot of guidelines favor this approach. This is the idea that you take a couple of, of tests, maybe even several, but at least a couple colonoscopy and FIT are the ones used most often. You say, here are the pros and cons of these, the uh, sensitivity, the cost, the risks, and the patient decides which one they think is uh, best suited for them. Another approach is sequential testing. This is one that I have traditionally favored. This is the idea that you offer the most effective test first, which is colonoscopy. If the patient says, yes, you're done. If they say, no, you offer them another test, uh, a non-invasive test like FIT. There's another approach that has not seen much use, but which has a lot to commend it called the risk stratified approach. And here you apply some score to try to calculate what the probability is that the patient has advanced adenomas uh, or colon, colon cancer already. And you select that subgroup for colonoscopy. And then in the lower risk group, you offer the non-invasive test to that group. And it's interesting that neither the sequential uh, offer nor the risk stratified offer have previously been an arm in a randomized controlled trial. So here is a randomized controlled trial performed in China in which patients were offered in one arm colonoscopy, that was their option, or in the other arm fit, but there was a third arm that included the risk stratified approach of colonoscopy for the high risk patients and fit for the low risk patients. There were 19,500 people aged 50 to 74 years in these three groups. The cutoff for a positive fit was set low at four micrograms of hemoglobin per gram of feces. Now, to put that in perspective, in the US, we typically use a cutoff of 20 micrograms of hemoglobin per gram of feces. So, this is very low. It's going to be a very high sensitivity, lower specificity threshold. And it resulted in the fit positive group having a rate of 14% positive uh, fit. So that's going to lead to more colonoscopy. In the risk arm, they used a, a score called the Asia Pacific Colorectal Cancer Screening Score, but it's similar to what a lot of uh, other um, risk stratification schemes have used. It's based on age, gender, colon cancer in family members, cigarette smoking, and BMI. And when that score was applied in the risk arm, 19% of the patients were assessed as high risk. 
So first of all, looking at participation rates in the three arms, they were lowest for colonoscopy at 43%, and the other two arms were both quite high, 94% for FIT and 85.2% for the risk stratified arm. On an intent-to-screen basis, the identification of colon cancer was still highest in the colonoscopy arm at 0.23%, and it was highest uh, for advanced adenomas in the colonoscopy arm at 2.17%. Now, if you look at the fit arms, they were numerically lower, and actually for advanced adenomas, the risk stratified arm uh, achieved a higher rate of advanced adenomas, 1.49% compared to the fit arm. The number of colonoscopies, that's what's sort of critical in terms of limited resources, was uh, 18. This is the number of colonoscopies needed to detect an advanced neoplasm, 18 in the colonoscopy arm, 10 in the fit arm, and 11 in the uh, risk stratified arm. So the risk stratified arm had a higher rate of advanced adenomas compared to the fit arm with a very comparable number of colonoscopies to detect an advanced adenoma. That's what this study has shown us. And what did you think about this study? What are your thoughts? You know, I think that this is really important to test these uh, potential real-world scenarios for offering uh, screening. I think that the risk-stratified approach makes a lot of sense. I think particularly as we expand screening into the 45 to 50-year age group in the U.S., that's you know more than 20 million people added to the screening rules. We need to think about uh, more use of this risk stratification approach. The sequential approach, which is the one that I have advocated, uh, some of our guidelines have, have uh, endorsed in the past, where you offer colonoscopy first, and then you uh, offer fit if the patient says no to colonoscopy. That wasn't tested here. We know from adherence randomized trials that the sequential approach actually results in a comparable number of patients getting screened that you get with the multiple options approach, but you get more people screened with the most effective tests. So there's a lot to be said for the sequential approach. Even in a study like this, sequential testing would have been possible if patients had said no in the colonoscopy arm, as more than half of them did, they could have still been offered a fit in the risk stratified arm. The high risk group that said no to colonoscopy could have been offered a fit. And I think for us to really understand the real world approaches, we're going to need to see a randomized trial that looks at outcomes of detection and includes sequential testing in it. So I think this is an important part of the story, but the story is not complete yet. Thank you, Dr. Rex.